It is Niall Boyle. A little bit later than usual today. Sorry about that. We got a bit stressed out today. Things were going wrong when they weren't, shouldn't be going wrong, etc., etc. Now, what we wanted to talk about today was... Now, I put this up on Twitter and people got a little bit angry. That's, that's not the wording of the Constitution, Niall, because I kind of t- entitled it A Woman's Places in the Home because I suppose the Constitution was based around that suggestion many years ago that women spent all of their time primarily in the home raising the children while the father went to work and earned a crust. And that was at a time when the Constitution, of course, was written up. But times have changed. And announcing the new timeline in May, Tisha Cleo Varadka said that for too long, women and girls have carried a disproportionate share of the caring responsibilities, been discriminated against at home and in the workplace, objectified or lived in fear of domestic or gender-based violence. Violence. I don't know what that's got to do with the Constitution personally, but however, and last October, his predecessor, Michal Martin, said he would like to see a referendum on the constitutional clause about a woman's place in the home uh, being held in 23, as he had the preference of the Oireachtas, the Oireachtas Committee. Now, let's be clear about it. I don't think it's going to happen in 2023. I think it'll probably be in start of next year, first quarter of next year. Now, the piece of the Constitution that this refers to, by the way, is Article 41.2, which contains a recognition that by her life within the home, woman gives to the state support without which the common good cannot be achieved. So it kind of establishes the importance of a woman's role within the home. It goes on to say, and the state shall therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. Well, they failed miserably over the last 30 years in relation to that. Otherwise, every woman should be in the high court demanding payment for working in the home. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. Would you vote to leave it the way it is? Which is basically, and I'll read it out again, Article 41.2 uh, contains a recognition that by her life within the home, woman gives to the state a support without which uh, the common good cannot be achieved. And the state shall therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to neglect of their duties in the home. Now, the message that we got, by the way, says, Hi, Niall, can you cover the referendum on a woman's place being in the home? As much as I'm a feminist and all for women's rights to choose, I really believe that my mother and father's time was much better. I have three children and myself and my husband both work because we have to pay bills. I would rather stay at home to be with my youngest two children in particular. Uh, but my mother, sister and childminder look after them while I'm working 45 hours a week. My husband works a different shift to me and we're like ships in the night. Also, I see my youngest two children for only a few hours before they go to bed on school nights. The world we live in has forced women into the workplace and there is no pussyfooting around the fact that women in general are better placed as caregivers and nurturers when it comes to children. My husband hasn't got a clue and he wouldn't have the ability to be a full-time stay-at-home dad. He's an amazing man but lacks the patience and the memory skills to know exactly what kids need on a day-to-day basis. We both work very hard to make sure we have a nice life and can afford the bills and have at least one nice holiday a year. I know women will hate me when I say a woman's place is in the home and always has and always will be when possible. Now, I want to know how you feel about that email. Now, I mentioned a few minutes ago that Catherine Martin, uh, the minister, uh, was talking to Grip Media, Ben Scallon asked her, Catherine Martin, of course, the Green Party, the media minister, and he asked her what a woman was. Actually, have a quick listen to how interesting this is. This is a woman who's going to be talking about this referendum next year and really can't even define the word woman. I just think it's 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 appalling as as, as a woman and a woman uh, as a female sports minister minister that's trying to promote women in sport. Um, 
the, I, I think it's just really regrettable. Minister, an article in the Irish Times this week by Pat Leahy outlined some fears within government that the so-called women in the home referendum might raise some uncomfortable questions for politicians. For example, how do you define a family and what is a woman in the context of the gender debate? So on foot of that article, I'm just wondering, what is a woman in your view? Um, this, this is uh, something that the, the government are, are discussing, uh, Ben, but um, and we, it's very important that we get that wording correct. Um, so in, in relation to the actual wording of the referendum, I, I should hope that we'd, we'd come to agreement on that, on that wording in the, in, the, in the coming weeks. I think it's, it's a really important um, referendum. It's something that I, ad I advocated for when I was chair of the Women's Caucus, um, that, that, that this would lead to, to a referendum. But, but do you have a definition of what you referred earlier to being proud of being a, a female sport minister and how important it is to promote women in sport and so on? So I'm just wondering, do, do you have a personal definition of what a woman means? Um, I, I, I think, you know, that the, the question is, is, is not relevant to, to, to the, the referendum itself because as in the issue that is pressing at the minute in relation to the exact wording of a referendum and having the, re the referendum is absolutely essential. Um, for, 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 for us in Ireland. Well, I mean, it's a... It's a <laughs> he, he was cut a little bit short there, old Ben, because she didn't want to ask him the same question over and over again. But you could clearly see that she struggled, very badly, by the way, to answer a simple question, what is a woman? Tina, hi, how are you doing? You're on the Nile Boyle Podcast. How are you today? Hi, Niall. I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good. Tina, you know, I know the the, or the Constitution sounds a little bit old-fashioned when it talks about a woman's place in the home and the state endeavours to ensure mothers should not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour. But realistically, is that not a good thing? Yeah, I think it is a good thing. It is a good thing and it should stay where it is. Um, I think it should be adjusted slightly for the wording of it. Um, you know, like the senator was saying there, to reflect maybe parents. So if the mother um, earns more in her job, for example, and makes more economical sense, and she, of course, wants to work outside the home, then she should be allowed to do that. And the other parent should be able to stay within the home. Um, uh, so the wording is kind of, could be changed around a little bit, but but not to get rid of the word woman at all, um, you know, and to keep the keep it in the constitution because I think it does have a protective nature for women. Uh, the senator spoke a few minutes ago. He doesn't want to see the word say the word person being put into the, the constitution. What he wants essentially is he wants the word mother and the word father. In other words, to recognise the family. Now, some people might yeah. not agree with that and they would rather the word person because I think what he thinks, and I'm not going to completely disagree with him, I've noticed this over the last year in particular, we're trying to erase the word woman altogether. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's horrendous what's going on with the gender debate. It's absolutely ridiculous. Like that clip you just played there now, she can't even... Define She doesn't even feel comfortable enough to define a woman. She's so scared to say anything anymore. And this is what the problem is, you know. This whole gender debate is completely ludicrous. You, Everybody knows what a woman is if they were allowed to freely say it. Everybody. It's, a woman is a person who's born with a vagina. It's very simple. And they over, they, they try and, um, I don't know what they're trying to do. They're trying to erase women. Mm -hmm. It's the same in women's sports, you know, so that's a whole other debate. But no, I don't think the word uh, woman or mother should be erased from the constitution. Um, if they want to add the word father, that's fine by me. But mm -hmm. the, definitely um, this person or 
you know, people, whatever they're trying to do here and erase the word woman or mother should should not be allowed. I mean, I, I, I struggle with why they can't define it as an adult human female born with the capabilities of reproducing. That's kind of simple definition of what a woman is. Uh, and yeah. yet they seem to struggle with that. And I know in their heart of hearts, in their own head, they know exactly what a woman is. But it's oh, almost they like they're afraid to say it. They're just afraid to say it. Yeah, they know absolutely full well what a woman is and they're all just dancing around us to dance to, to the corporate tune of the, the NGOs um, giving them money, flying left, right and centre. You know, that's what it is. They, they all know deep down what a woman is, you know, and they know what, what's happening is wrong. Uh, um, men, you know, who identify as women going into sporting events and completely wiping the floor mm-hmm. and breaking all sorts of world records in a woman's event. Yeah. You know, like that's totally and utterly wrong. Of course and it it's the same with the Constitution. They shouldn't be allowed to mess with that language. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, what, what's the use of language? But they've already messed with the language within the HSE, the same in the NHS in the UK as well, referring, you know, referring to... I, I had a, a... I was a midwife or a, a maternity, a gynecologist on the air from one of the major hospitals going back there recently. It was only about three or four months ago. And ref, didn't refer to women, but kept saying pregnant people. And I kept correcting him all the time. I think it was starting to get on his nerves. And I said, you mean yeah. women? <laughs> Every time he said pregnant yeah. people. What is this all about? Or people who have periods. I mean, why would even someone use that line, people who have periods? I mean, women have periods. Because it's quite they're simple. Trying, they're trying to conform to this new radical gender ideology. That's why they're, they're trying to use this word and use these words and, and reference these words everywhere to try and make it normal. It is nowhere near normal for, you know, to, to be describing uh, people with periods. People don't get periods. Women get periods. Women have pregnancies and men can't. It's very simple. I mean, the fact that this is even a conversation in this day and age, you can imagine how confused the children are going to be when, when the children that are being forced to do the, S- the new SPHE curriculum, um, when that starts being rolled, you know, rolling mm. out in the schools. You can imagine how confused these children are going to grow up being. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, and, and here's my problem to... with this. I, I, although that's a separate issue, people are going to say it's a separate issue now. It's not really a separate issue because if we have government ministers and TDs who fail to define the word woman or are afraid to even use the word woman, what chance have they got of wording the constitution when it comes to a woman's role within the home and within the family? We have no chance of getting that right. No, because if you start messing with language like that, then language starts meaning nothing. So what we knew as, you know, um, definitions and all that, they all become obscure if you start messing and changing the rules whenever and wherever they like, you know what I mean? It Language becomes just obsolete okay. then. Okay, well, listen, Tina, I know you can't stay for long, so thank you very much, Tina. I appreciate you coming on and talking to us today. No problem. Thank uh, you, Nell. Let me go to Vincent as well. Vincent, hi, how are you? Vincent, how, you know, how, are you how are you doing, Vincent? Uh, Vincent, I don't know. I mean, would you like to see this repealed from the constitution completely, or just changed, or made gender neutral, or should we just leave it as it is? No, I think it's uh, very important to maintain it as it is. I think, um, I mean, if I was to sum up what's going on at the moment, I'd, I'd, I'd phrase it as political fraud. Essentially, is what's being perpetuated against the people at the moment, and. You know, there, there's so much involved in this. The idea of the woman in the Constitution, it's not to protect the women. If you read a little deeper into it, and uh, I have, I read from the uh, the authors of the Constitution, Hearn, John Hearn and so forth, our, our uh, forefather, 
the, the intention was to protect children. So by protecting women in the home, you were automatically granting that protection to children. And he actually made a note, he said it was in, in fact to prevent uh, a great deal of the venom of communism, is a direct quote. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important people get this idea in their head that by using what we consider uh, passive language, by using the, the term person, uh, Article 41.11 uh, in the Constitution reads that there's a difference between law and positive law. Now, person only holds the legal protection. It's, it's a legal entity, whereas man and woman hold a physical protection over your body. So what, yeah, but what, chance we, what, what chance have we got when, we can, when government ministers can't even define what a man or a woman is anymore? We're well, failing miserably to do that. The beauty of the Constitution is that essentially in the preamble, it really clears it up. It says, seeking to promote the common good uh, with due observance of prudence, justice and charity so the dignity and freedom of the individual may be assured. And what everybody's doing now politically in Ireland is they're going for the collective. They're trying to elevate the rights of a collective above the individual. And that is absolutely repugnant, in my opinion, to the preamble. I mean, this has been... I mean, when we listen to some of the, the, the feminists or the radical people on the left in relation to this, they describe this as archaic, right? And, you know, when I read it, I don't, maybe that's just me. Maybe, maybe I'm sexist. I don't know. I don't see it as being archaic because what by her life within the home, woman gives uh, to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. I think that's a wonderful clap on the back for women. And congratulations to women for the wonderful job Absolutely. they've done, uh, primarily because it is women that raise children more so than men. Um, and also the state will endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. There's no way, there's no way in that constitution it demands that women stay at home. Now, at that time that no. it was written, women did stay at home and primarily if they worked in the civil service and got married, they had to stay at home. But that was a different time. But, but the constitution is not reflecting that. What the constitution is essentially saying is if you don't want to and you feel it's more important to stay at home with your children well then we will provide for you and that's what the constitution is saying I don't see why anyone would want that removed it's a, I think it's a wonderful piece of protection as you rightly said for children as well as part from anything else Well I think the primary function was in fact to protect the children uh, because at the time I mean the, the times that it, I think a lot of people need to reflect upon the times that the constitution was written in I mean the, the drafting began in 1934 uh, there was four main people involved, Stephen Roach, uh, Michael McDunphy, um, John Hearn, and I believe Philip O'Donoghue. And these men were very learned, very considerate, uh, very educated, and highly intelligent men. And they worked very hard to protect as many people as possible. I mean, their writings are astounding. I, I recommend people oh, absolutely, No, absolutely. I mean, look, it stood the test of time, hasn't it? It really has stood yeah. the test of time. Now, I know Pope Pius did get to have a look at it as well at one point to give it the all clear to make sure God was mentioned yeah. a few times in there as well. But stay, but stay there for a second because I want to go to Norman and Steve as well. Norman, how, how, how are you, Norman? Hello, Niall. How are you doing? Can you hear me okay? I can, yeah, I can hear you fine, Norman. I, okay, what go Vincent go is go saying go. is this is really important because it not only protects women but protects children, which is primarily what it's there for. And he wouldn't like to see it change too much either. Although I suppose many people are saying it should be gender neutral to the sense, but Rona Mullen says referring to mothers and fathers rather than person. Right, right. Well, just before I go any further, um, um, I'm fairly, I would say, gender neutral, but neutral on, on this uh if you call a person a man or a woman or a person. Uh, but I do, I can't stand political correctness in any shape or form. Um, but I, I disagree with your last uh, co- uh, caller, you know, bringing in communism and, and individualism 
know, the, the, we all know the myth of individualism, you know, um, and we started with COVID. Uh, if, if you look at countries... How, how, say, do, we, how do we see that with COVID? I'm just curious, sorry, how you're making that analogy. How do we see that with COVID? Uh, the, the, the way, the way we, we, in Ireland especially, we, we, we just uh, bent the knee and we did everything we were told to do, whether it was uh, to agree to uh, wear masks or go uh, get vaccines mm-hmm. or... Uh, and now I'm not anti-vaccine, in case you're wondering. I'm actually very, very, very pro-vaccine. But I was disgusted at the way it was shoved down our throats and any kind of debate as to maybe it wasn't what exactly was uh, suitable for everybody was just shut down. And if you didn't well, wear I, I don't. I don't think that's what Vincent was saying. I think Vincent was suggesting quite the opposite, actually. I think Vincent was suggesting that this piece of protection would stop us going down those roads. But however, go on. I, well, get, no, but he, he was, yeah, he was talking about individualism. Uh, and, okay. and Irish people are not individuals. They, when, they when he, talked about, he, he talked about Article 41.4 or 41.1, which yeah, mentions yeah. individualism. Okay. Yeah. But it, which doesn't exist. But anyway... But the uh, but it does all about children, and we should be uh, you know what's worded in the constitution. Um, does it have any relevance to society? We see nowadays. I remember twenty years ago, thirty years ago, uh, most women uh, stayed at home and looked after the kids. Now you can argue that's of course uh, up to the parents. You know, a man can stay at home also to a lesser extent, maybe it's less effective, mm. uh, and a woman is entitled to a job. But that's a different story. Why? Why are two parents? Um, we made a decision with my kids years ago, not with my kids, with my partner, and one of us would stay at home. Because uh, When you say you one know, of you uh, stayed at home, which one of you stayed at home? Your wife? My wife stayed at home, yeah. yeah. Uh, but even, even, what, well, but, here's the thing. But, even but, though that no, decision no, 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 has no, existed no. for free will for many people yeah. for many years, yeah. and we yeah. have equality when it comes to pay according to the Act, yeah. you know, women are the ones primarily who choose, choose to stay at home. Yeah. Yeah, so what, what, what does that tell us? But I also offered up my career because I went down to a three-day week. I went to the to HR and I said, I want to be with my kids. They're important to me. The most, I, I'll do my best for the job, for the, you know, a big yeah. international firm. But my kids are most important. So they gave me a three-day week. And for each of my kids, I got three to six months unpaid laid off. I took that okay. off. I, we're, we're, kind of ven- we're, we're venturing off into different situations. Okay, so if the yeah. referendum happened in the first quarter next year, which is the prediction, um, maybe it won't happen before the general election. I don't know. Maybe yeah. they won't want that to happen before the general election. But anyway, do you, do you, which way would you be voting? Would you vote to leave it the way it is? Would you vote to make it gender neutral and use the word person? Or would you vote uh, to remove it completely? I, I, I'd be fairly neutral and I'm not really bothered. I'm more interested. Don't say it on the fence, Norman. Just give us an answer, you know. No, no, no. no. It's more important to that kids are looked after. There's no point having two parents going to okay, work. Okay, so, so you, would want, you would want to make it gender neutral? I, I think that a parent should stay at home. One of the parents should stay at home and, and uh, a okay. person, a parent. So I say a okay. parent. It doesn't okay. have to be the mother first. Okay, would you mention the word mother and father in the Constitution, would you, or would you use the word person? Because this is what Ronan Mullen was talking about, and he believed it was very yeah. important. I, I think if, if you have, say, a lesbian couple or a gay couple, one of them is the mother and one of them is the father. So it doesn't matter. When you have a lesbian well, couple, they're both mothers, aren't they? Well, if, if, if you know... Couples, be gay or heterosexual or whatever, one is more like a male and one is more like well, a female. They're not, but if, they're, not. Well, if they're two men, they're both fathers. If they're two women, they're both mothers. Yeah, they're not mother yeah. and fathers. That'd be silly, wouldn't it? So, so, ah, so, so, so I, what Ronan Mullen said is correct. There, there only ever is a mother and a father. No I, matter I, what way you I want think, to look at it. I, 
I think uh, uh, some men are very female. Some women are quite oh, but male. That, but that's what that's all in their heads. Whatever. I don't know. But yeah, but the bottom line is, if you have two women yeah. who are married, that's fine. That's yeah. whatever they want, whatever yeah. approach about, and they have children. Yeah. They're both mothers. Yeah. One isn't a father. And one of them should stay at home. Well, one can act like a father because one has to oh, be so more disciplined. What do you mean act like a father? Well, uh, for, for mothers are more caring, if you want to, for want a better word, are more but if two women, to give but, in. But if they're two women, they're, they're both caring then, are they? If they're two men... Well, a, 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 a man can be caring as well, but they, yeah. they tend to be more... No, I agree with you to some degree, yeah, but, but, but I, I don't want to get into this argument over and over again. If it's two women, they're yeah. two mothers. So the point that Ronan Mullen was making is he would rather see the constitution be changed and use the word mothers and fathers rather than some gender neutral term of person. Yeah, I think a mother and a father have a a, a a definite role, but I'd be afraid that people would feel then uh, okay. closed out. And if I said mother and father, that they say, "Well, you just said it's two mothers." Okay, fathers. okay, we'll, we'll stay we'll stay there for a second. Actually, well, uh, Dave, we'll just a second. Let me just go to Steve very quickly first, if I can. Steve, hi, how are you? You've been listening to what Vincent said in relation to the Constitution. Uh, he's not too mm. far off what Ronan Mullen was saying earlier on, but Norman is probably a bit more gender neutral on it. Um, you know, the, the Constitution is not such a bad thing, really, is it? Well, I'm going to lower the tone of the show today, as I usually do now, because never, you've, never had enough, uh, <laughs> you've had enough... You've had... Look, I'm not going to talk politics, because you've had enough anal retentive people, you know, with talking about the nuance of words like they, them, or what persons. I mean, people are getting really upset about words. I let you guys worry about that crap. I'm on here to talk about the biology of things. Is a woman's place in the home... Well, it has been for thousands of years, and there's a reason for that. Now, if you decide to go against biology, which many people have done over the times, it always end, they always end up with egg on their face, and that's undeniable. If the women want to go out into the workforce, what's happening is more men end up staying at home. Actually, I'll give you one. My ex, she's gone away now for two weeks, and she brought the uncle with her. So now I'm here at home. I work nighttime, she works day. So daytime, I'm at home with the kid. Now, let me tell you, I'm a good dad, but there's times where I just want to pick him up and smush him. There's times where I want to throw him out the window, you know, because I, I feel I'm a man, I can't handle that. But I, look, I do handle it, and I, of course I'd never do anything stupid, but when I see her do it, she's much, much better at these things. When it comes to cooking, cleaning, taking care of a man, taking care of... Is that just because you're lazy? No, it's because women are really good at this. Women are excellent. But but there are some women who are crap at it as well, in fairness. Of course there is, but they're the exception to the rule. And we can't take away So what you're saying to me is, aside from the Constitution, traditionally you believe a woman is best served in the home. Absolutely. What, what, I mean, if you send them out to work, Niall, the, the amount of trouble well, that happens well, well, the reason Men women have to go to work nowadays, or both people have to go to work, is because life has just become so expensive. Yeah, well, well, well I don't know. We just Men get better jobs, work harder, I don't know. But the women shouldn't be in the workforce in the fourth Men place. get and better jobs and work harder. Niall, okay, they, there's a good line. Well, like, the women shouldn't be in the workforce for many reasons. Many reasons. Women, no, 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 let's repeat that line. Women shouldn't be in the workforce. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yes. Why shouldn't they be in the workforce? For many reasons, okay? The women women have always, by the way, even if you go right back to your mother and father's time, women have always been in the workplace, by the way. 
Absolutely. I, yeah. I understand that. Women have been in the workplace a long, long time, but not in the numbers that they're at now. So the reason why they shouldn't be in the workplace is because if they have children at home, somebody needs to be at home rearing the child, and hopefully the mother. But also, when a woman goes into a workplace, if, if I was a boss and a woman came up to me and said, well, can I have the job? And the guy came in, I'm giving the guy the job because... Why are you giving the guy the maternity. job? She has maternity leave on the way. It's women who complain most about sexual harassment and cause most problems in the is, job. Is, is it the woman's fault that she's going to have to take maternity leave? You know, she didn't decide to have a womb when she was born, by the way. And, and by the way, remember, of course, your mother is a, a, is a woman. I, I know that. Yeah, but you, yeah, you wouldn't be on the air talking to me today if it wasn't for her. And the fact so? she had a womb. Okay, and she gave birth to me. I go out and work. She does the mother things, which was a terrible mother, but that's neither here nor there. The point of it is, Noel, women are not suited. We've seen this. You look at a woman fire uh, man, fireman, a woman fireman. Fire personnel. I mean, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 no. If I'm up in a 20-story building and a ladder comes up and it's a woman come up the ladder to take my child, I'm like, no, 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 no. See the guy down I, there? I don't care who comes up the ladder as long as they're big enough and strong enough to lift me down. I do. I do. I do, Niall. Okay, well, 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 hang on. No, hang on for a second. Hang on. You're going down a very serious stereotypical route. Stay there for a second, Steve. Let me go to Dave. Dave, hi. How are you? What's the crack? How are you doing, Dave? Yeah, well, Steve has taken it in a whole new direction there, but that's not unusual. Uh, get, getting back to the referendum, and I'll come back to Steve in a second, but getting back to the referendum, uh, would you vote to leave it the same as it is at the moment, to change it to be gender neutral, or to repeal it altogether? If you held a gun to my head and said you had to pick an option, I'd probably say make it more kind of gender neutral, like, you know, mothers and fathers, parents, whatever, more kind of to reflect the society we live in nowadays, you know what I mean? If you're going to afford protections, there's a lot of people you're leaving out of it in regards to, you know, single parent households, uh, dads who stay at home, that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's not, it's not such a bad line. People make this piece of the Constitution out to be very sexist. I don't yeah, believe no, it's sexist. No, but it's it's the, a woman's duties in the home. I can I I'd say that's probably the line that gets people's hair up. But I mean, you have to realize it was written in a complete like what eighty what years ago. Well, know, it was it like, was written at a time primarily where men went to work and women stayed at home. Of course, oh, yeah. of course. Yeah, okay, yeah, but, but, but I mean, let me let me read it again for those who missed it. By her life within the home, woman gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. That's a nice thing to say about women, isn't it? And the state shall therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. Now, that doesn't say that men doesn't, don't have duties in the home because they do have duties in the home. It's just no, it's in reference to women, that's all. Yeah, but personally, I think it's just a waste of money, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't really see what, like, wh why is this pension, like, to get rid of it now? I mean, it's not like people are actually afforded any anything from it now. You know what I mean? Like, when was the last time <laughs> you heard of a woman taking a case at a high court or any court? Well, they could, uh, probably. Say, they probably could they take could, a, yeah. a, a, a case. They could, but, like, I mean, children aren't being afforded protections. They should be getting nowadays, especially kids who they have mental health issues or kids with special needs. Um, most families nowadays have two parents who work because you have to. It's an economic necessity. So I, I don't know. I just well, I, 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 I don't know if it's always an economic necessity. I think life has changed and the no, world has become no. more expensive. For, no, for and and everybody people, wants like, two holidays and two cars. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, no, 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 no. You're being kind of flippant now. It, no, it I'm, is, I'm just saying. Is, not all, no, I said no, not but, always. Not in every case. No, but particularly the where you live. Like if you're living in a more rural area, yeah, the, the cost of living is you know, tend to be a lot like lower. But like. If you do live in a built-up urban area nowadays, you do really need, like, just have any sort of a normal life. I mean, especially if you have two cars on the road, you have a couple of kids, you have to put kids through school, 
you have to buy clothes. I mean, the, the cost of shopping has gone up. The cost of electricity well, has gone up. More so recently, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? But, like, but to be fair, there's been a steady increase for the last however many years. And wages since the last recession have stagnated. You know what I mean? So just to have a normal life, and I'm not talking about like, you know, um, have every stream and service available or have the nicest stuff or the newest cars or multiple holidays a year. Just to keep your head above the water, a lot of families do need to have two people out working. That's no, a fair, well, hang on, that's a fair point, Steve. You know, it, it's, it no, is it's by not. necessity that women have gone to work over the last 30 years no, because no, life no, has become no, more no. expensive. Noel, they created the necessity. You understand that? Who created? You know, the women went. The women did when they went. Oh, women into the created. Market, they, so women are responsible could, for the yeah. cost of living crisis. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, I'm fair, being facetious. Noel, by the way. Yeah. Go. Think, think of it logic. Think of it logically. When the women went into the workforce, that drove the price of everything up. I, no, I, no, I, 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 you know, I don't think the timing of that was uh, planned, to be honest with you. You seem to suggest that although because oh, no, women went to work no, no, and they no, realised people had more money, all of a sudden we just put everything up. That's not the make case. Hey, while well, the sun shines, that's that's basically all it was. But let me, you know, I, I'm going to put out a challenge to all the women who are listening today. Let them, let let them come on and see will they answer this question honestly. If I was to say to a woman, I will give you one thousand euro a week to stay at home and mind the kids. Do you think she still want to go to work? Give me a thousand euro a week and I'll stay at home and mind the kids. Actually, stay there. Exactly. Well, well, hang on, let me let me ask Louise that question. Louise, you're on the Nile Boylan podcast. Louise, I suppose what Steve is saying is there was research done by Solace going back in 2019 and it said that two-thirds of women with third-level education said they would prefer to stay at home than go to a paid job. That kind of does suggest that women would prefer to, for the formative years of a child's mm-hmm. life, stay at home if they, if they could. Yeah, I think it's Yes, I would. I definitely with my children. That gentleman, you you attacked him for saying fire man over fire woman. I would shake his hand. Young men should aspire to be like gen- gentlemen like him. This is all. This is all nothing to do with women staying at home. This is all designed to change the constitution. And I mean, it's a very dangerous road they're going down as well because apparently now there's more than two genders, which there's not. Apparently, apparently yeah. I beg your pardon? Apparently, I've said, yeah, apparently. Yeah, yeah, apparently there is, but there's not. Apparently men can get pregnant, they can't. They, this is the society we're going towards, and by changing the constitution, this is all going to seep into, you know, the mother isn't the one with the final say over their children, um, transgender women can now be registered as birth mothers. Very dangerous. Very dangerous road we're going down. And I totally agree with that gentleman when he said if there was a choice of his house was on fire and he had to hand the baby to a six, seven stone fire woman over a, a 20 stone fire man, I know what I'd be choosing. I know what I'd be choosing. Women are not as physically strong as men. In a home, a w- woman is good at something, a man is good at another. Yeah, and that not it's always the case, but generally speaking, yeah. Always the case, no, no, not no. Generally speaking, about it. Well, there's there's women that are bigger than me. There's women that are big. There's women that are bigger than me. This is nothing to do with size. In general, men can do things better than women in certain areas, 
women can do things better. I, I, no, I couldn't agree with you more. I do believe that both yeah. both genders, male and female, by the way, uh, both yeah. genders bring a lot to the table, and both have yeah. yeah, and both have wonderful attributes and values and and roles within the family. I couldn't agree with you more, and I do believe they yeah. bring a lot to the table, and I do believe that a child benefits personally. I believe a child benefits from having both a mother and father. I do Why believe that. Sorry, may I speak? Why didn't you actually, in your, in your um, thread that you posted this morning, you didn't actually outline what change in the constitution and this particular element would also entail? Yeah, but Twitter is quite limited, in fairness, you know what I mean? And Facebook, they're quite limited. Okay, well, well uh, we're not limited now. Oh, no, well, you far um, away. You far away. I, yeah, I just said, and I know, come on, you far away. I've actually put it on your tweet what it will entail. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And the fact that the cost of living has risen so much, you can thank the feminist movement for that. You can thank the feminist movement for that. All parts of a plan to rip apart the family unit and demoralise men. I mean, young women and young men are being told to see um, masculinity. The alpha male is toxic in today's society. They're supposed to look up to uh, a man in tight jeans and a man bun. I mean, they're not supposed well, to. Well, no, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be looking. Up, I wouldn't be looking up to any bloke in tight jeans and a man bun. But however, well, that's what society. That's what the way society is programming youth is today. That's the way society is programming youth is today. Okay, well, well, hang, well, hang, hang on. Stay there for a second, Louise. Dave, I'm listening to Louise with great interest there. You know, I don't just. Can, dis- I, I, don't... can I finish speaking, please? Can I finish speaking? Oh, you dread to have anything that. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Jake. Go on, go on. Yeah. So rude. Um, now. Society is programming men to be oversharers, like Prince Harry. You know what I mean? If you don't talk about an incident that happened to you when you were five years old, when you got the smaller bed over your big brother, that psychologically damaged you for life. Mm-hmm. You know, I, just, I think this is where all of this is going. It's to break up the family unit, to make sure that mothers don't have the final say over their children, and to destroy men. Society is becoming so anti-men. It's not even funny. Okay, well, okay. Well, let's let, just let Dave respond to that. Dave, you've listened to everything Louise said. I agree with a lot of what she says, by the way. Uh, some of it I, I maybe don't agree with necessarily, but I agree with a lot of what she says. Uh, Dave, she believes it's there. all this is to devalue the family, essentially, or destroy the family unit. Traditional Yeah, but, like, but again, like, like what, I, what I was saying a few minutes ago, right? Like, right, we take this out of the Constitution. What actual, real-world, practical ramifications is this going to have if this hasn't even been in? But, but what? No, but like, give me specifics, not like the sky's falling down kind of stuff. Like, specifically, well, what is going to change yeah, in mean, our society? Um, because, okay, because like, but... no, but one second, one second, one second. Because, like, you know, as it stands, women have protections in the Constitution for, you know, for, for you know, economic reasons. They shouldn't have to go out and get a job. Yeah, women, you know, because of economic reasons, have to go out and get a job. You okay, know what I mean? So, like, to let me say, I've just explained it to you. But, if no, you look you, at you what didn't other, did you, I did Okay, well, I'll try again. I'll break it down very slowly. Please, you do. Because the, I like your talk yeah, to a child. You, please. And I, I'm, I hope I'm talking to a grown man. There's no need to be so rude. If so you break it, if, if this comes in, that's basically going to change the whole constitution. In our constitution, the mother has the final say over her child's medical, mental, schooling, everything. That will then open the doors for transgender women to have babies, to have the same rights. And that will also open the door for the likes of 
And this isn't getting into the vaccine debate. I keep my own personal opinion on what I think of vaccines to myself, but I do believe parents should choose. Yeah, it's put inside. But I do believe parents should be able to choose whether they can vaccinate or not vaccinate their child. And if you like they the to change, you're opening a whole can of worms to allow other legislation to sneak in. Right. Again, I, I, I mean, I, I don't, as I said, I don't agree with everything Louise says, but Dave, I do get the point that she's trying to make, that we're constantly trying to di- dilute the Constitution. We're diluting, oh, no, no, diluting get, legislation. Yeah. No, you know, I get you. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's coming across as like, let, let's go be progressive for the sake of being progressive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I think I, that's I the point she's making. Yeah, yeah. No, I under, I, no, I do. I understand that. Like I said, I prefer to be like gender neutral so we can actually kind of give more of a nod to say single dad, you know what I mean, where the woman isn't around or, you know, like a same sex, you know, two men in, a, in a, a home and two dads in a home like, let's not take protections away let's afford protections for people who might not necessarily have said protections, I'm not against them to just take it out and leave it, that's fine but I'm just saying, practically what, like, it's, it's of no use to anyone now at the moment it, it'll be of no use to anyone if they change it or if they take it out completely. I mean, personally, I think it's a waste of money. I really do, because consider the amount of, like... Well, I know, I know the money it's going to cost to promote this particular referendum, yes. Administration of ad campaigns, of debates on television, and really, you know, like, considering, you know, people are pinned to the collar at the moment, is it really the best way to spend a few pounds? You know? Okay, well, hang on for a second. Um, let me just go to... Stay there, Louise, if you can. Um, I don't want to go to Jude as well. I think we have to go now in two minutes. Now. Okay. Like, I'm dropping my son into school for his afternoon. But yeah, I'll, I'll stay as Because that's what a mother does. <laughs> yeah, sorry. absolutely. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Okay, sorry, Jude. What do you, what do you want to say, Jude? Hello there, Yeah, go ahead, Jude. I mean, how Hi, would you buddy. vote? Um, I don't vote. Over here, I don't vote. Oh, okay. But um, I agree with that gentleman there, David or Dave. Yeah. I agree with him. There's nothing practical going to change because women should be able to go out to work if they choose not, if they choose to, or they should, or if they want to, stay at home. They should. But I don't understand how this constitution, change the constitution, is going to change that because women will still be able to choose to go out to work whether they want to or even if it's. Because of financial well, reasons. Yeah, well, well, yeah but for, for, if, if they're going to work for financial reasons, they shouldn't be, according to the Constitution. I, I would love to see a test case, by the way, in the High Court, Supreme Court, on constitutionality, because women shouldn't have to go to work. According to the Constitution, the state shall endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties at home, in other words, to feed their kids. So they shouldn't have to go to work, but they do, because we've created a world that's more expensive. The feminist well, done that. I don't understand that. The state in the constitution is a woman shouldn't have to for financial um, Yeah, should not be yeah. obliged to, yeah. yeah. Well then why don't the government, right, to ensure that right, pay women that thousand euro a week to <laughs> stay at home? Well, Bertie Ahern did suggest paying stay-at-home mothers going back some time ago, but he was kind of laughed at at the time. I didn't laugh at him. I thought it was a good idea if they wanted to stay at home to pay them. But do you not think it's the, the constitution of it now states that a woman shouldn't 
ha- shouldn't go have to go out to work yeah. for financial reasons. Yeah. But yet, no, the state isn't doing anything to ensure their constitutional rights by paying them to stay at home. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. It would be interesting if Louise, I can imagine Louise in the Supreme Court or the High Court, but it would be interesting <laughs> to see somebody take a test case over the last 30 or 40 years. Nobody has, I believe, taken a test case to the High Court. Because if, because if a woman is not being provided for, if she wants to stay at home, according to the Constitution, the Constitution is, the government are failing her. That's my point. So I think Dave is dead right, because nothing is going to change practically. Like, the Constitution as it stands now is not stopping anyone from staying at home, or it's not stopping anyone to choose to go to work. It's a woman's choice, and it should always be a woman's choice, and there should always be women in the workplace. Okay, but should the Constitution be changed to include men as well? No. Okay, well, Louise, no. why, why, like, I, I, I talked to Senator Roland Mullen at the start of the show, and he would be quite happy to see him, although he's a conservative, as long as they don't use the word person because he believes that invalidates women. Okay, so he, but well, he believes that it should say both men and women or mothers and fathers. Yeah, mothers and fathers. I mean, the whole, in my, my very humble opinion, the key to anybody getting what they want today in today's society is. I'm offended. I, you've hurt my feelings. You know what I mean? Matt Walsh, I really like him. He done a documentary a little while ago called What is a Woman? What is a Woman? I've seen it. It's a great, great documentary, by the way. Wonderful documentary. Yeah. yeah. What, what is a woman? It's a grown biological female. How, is that, how have we managed to get to this where it's so hard to define what a woman is? Well, I, I did put it on Twitter today, and I've asked Leo Varadkar, Michal Martin, Eamon Ryan, and Mary Lou. I've tagged all of them because they just answer a simple question: "What is a woman?" Because I find it very, I find it bizarre that we're going to have a referendum next year and wording of the constitution change when the people responsible for wording that constitution seem not don't seem to be able to answer a simple question. You know? Mary Lou wants to answer your question. You need to join the docs and see where Mary Lou's sister works. Okay. Mary Lou's sister works for pharma. Okay. And at the moment, Sinn Féin are pushing the whole okay. children being able to change their genders. Well, I think well, I don't think believe it's just Sinn Féin are pushing that, by the way. I believe that every uh, po- uh, political party are pushing that at the moment. I don't believe it's just Sinn Féin. I dropped my son into school, so if you want to call me back in about 10 minutes, I'd be happy to talk to you. Okay, but- listen, Louise, I know you're very busy there. Let me just go to Lisa as well, if I can. Sorry, Lisa, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you very much for calling me. Uh, you're welcome, Lisa. Now, you listened to Jude there a few minutes ago. He believes there's nothing wrong with it is at the moment because it's not forcing women to go to work. You know, it's telling them you have a choice. I think there's three big inventions that capture humans, words, money, and time. And none of them really work. And I think to argue over words is, is very convenient to people who have got a very, very coordinated global plan of bringing everybody into their transhumanist, neo-Gnostic ideology of um, a one herd. And I think all of these issues, but as regards our constitution, if there's no reverence for our constitution, which there hasn't been for a number of years, and the majority of government action at the moment is for either distraction, polarity, or to cause hurt and pain. But as regards the basics of do no harm, take no one's property and protect the vulnerable, children are vulnerable and they do require a parent at home to give them the nurturing care. And that has been slowly shifted even by the Children's First Act over the presumption of authority over the children are now onto the state unless a parent knows how to reclaim that. So I think what's going on here, the chipping away at the Constitution, which has not been revered for the longest of time, and even solicitors, when you mention Constitution to them now, laugh. But that should be our absolute sang royale 
of, of our constitution is the foundation of how we value each other and the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I personally, by the, by the way, I think the constitution has served us quite well up to now. It is, and I think the first thing that will happen when Sinn Féin come into government is that they will go for a unifying Ireland, and when they do that, they will rewrite the constitution, and the constitution will be rewritten, cleverly worded by wordsmiths and wordmasters to say, for the greater good rather than the individual. So we're moved, they're moving into this neo-Gnostic, transhumanist hive mind where we are, where they basically detest the foundations of human life, whether it's a woman, a man, a child, an elderly person, or even a blade of grass. Their fundamental belief is that matter and biology is evil and that they need to move us from that to machine and then to AI into their neo-Gnostic transhumanist belief with AI becoming a god. And that's actually what's going on at the moment. Are you worried? Are you, do, do you worry about AI? I, I, I don't know whether I, I worry, worry as much as I, most I know what do. it is. Yeah, I know. No, I, I'm, I think, well aware I think of it, it is yeah. the biggest fundamental threat to human existence at the moment. And if you listen carefully and read the business plans, which unfortunately sometimes take about three weeks to read, they're actually very clear about what they're saying. They want to evolve humanity into um, an AI existence, a digital existence. And I think when you've got a group of people who for centuries have had the control and power reins of money and of life, that they are fundamentally very void inside. And they have envy, and envy is the root mm-hmm. of all evil. And they envy like, I couldn't agree with you more. And happy children. They envy people who are happy because they have everything and they are not happy. So what's happening at the moment is a much broader issue. And unfortunately, people are traumatized and um, terrified and distracted. But we are being asked to choose to go one way or another. Unfortunately, they control all of the systems and there hasn't been proper alternative systems because those who fight and stand uh, against the, 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 this attitude of, of herd mentality, they don't have an alternative system. So it's going to be very difficult to live outside that. But everything that has happened is by consent. So I do think that a woman or a man or a father or a mother, you know, it, I think it does really good for the children to have... Okay, so in re- getting back to this uh, referendum, which was the question we started off with, you would have no issue with them changing it to the word mother and father, but not to the word person, because you believe... I think we need... I think we need to be aware that they're getting, they're training people into the idea that this constitution should be changed is dangerous because ultimately they'll mess around with this. Well, well, there are, well now, in fairness, Lisa, there's always parts of the constitution that could do it. I mean, we do evolve as a society and things do change. I mean, Absolutely. we, we you, know, you know, we we can't be stuck in time. But do you believe that the intention of these people... No, I, no, I, I, know, I never believe the intention is good. So, <laughs> so even though they put a bit of sugar on the carrot and they argue, I mean, this is what this is what psychopaths do. They will actually mess with your head and then put a bit of sugar on something to make you eat poison and then tell you it's your fault for being so stupid. So what they're actually doing is they're producing these different topics. They're playing around with words and they are on one hand developing an absolute liberal society. On the other hand, they're also creating a conservative society. The middle ground are staying quiet. But by practicing now on this issue, again, we're, we're distracted from the bigger issue. And if people don't put their feet on the ground and keep everything basic as to what do they need, it's totally different to what they want. And these people detest families, children, mothers, fathers, men, and women. So anything that they're doing is not for our benefit. Okay, well, well, well hang on for a second. Jude, if you want to respond to what Lisa said, anything that the, the government are doing or any changes they want to make, is not for our benefit. It's obviously for the benefit of this kind of moving forward liberal society. Well, no, 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 no,
it's a it's a neo-gnostic transhumanist society where you will own nothing. Okay. And okay, I've, I've heard that line. You'll be you'll own nothing but be happy. Yeah, I, I've heard that line. In where like they it. own everything and they're miserable. Yeah, okay, that that I think jealous. I think that actually comes from the World Economic Forum, isn't it? Um, sorry, hey, dude. Sorry, in, in relation to what yeah. Lisa's saying, I mean, do you do you agree with a lot of what she's saying, or do you completely disagree with? It? I do agree fundamentally with what she's saying, but I think no matter what the agenda is, the government or whoever is in power will always try and change. They're not in power. They're not in power. They're okay, not in power. the government who were so-called voted there, but no matter what government it is, no matter who, what party it is, they, a government will always try to change a constitution or a law for their agenda. Now, it doesn't matter what the agenda is, but whatever agenda they have, they will try to change it. But, they, but, but we all know that governments, particularly the Irish government, seem to be quite self-serving. I mean, so in other words, they're, so look, well, they're, they're looking after their own futures. They're not really making decisions. They're, those decisions are being made in Europe uh, or they're being made in Canada or they're being made in other countries. They're following, they're following the herd. They want to be first to do everything. Look at the Irish government. Look at their track record over the last 10 or 15 years. We have to be first to do everything. The gender recognition bill, etc., etc. We have a 90 million diaspora. So if, for example, at the beginning of COVID, if people had have, uh, looked at health rather than fear, if Ireland had have said, no, we have a 90 million diaspora. So the reason Reason Ireland has been groomed for the last 50 years, either by abuse and breaking down of men, breaking down of families, abuse of children. Free speech is the latest one on attack, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, corrupt people into the into this. Go, everyone that's in there at the moment is there because they're either compliant or compromised. End of story. Well, so, well, well not. Uh, let's be clear. Not everybody. There are. No, I do. I do believe there are. No, hang on, Lisa. With the greatest respect, I do believe there are good politicians. Uh, they're not all bad. I do believe there are no, politicians report, with the best intentions. Do they, do they tell the truth and report because they've got pensions, they've got families working for them. I mean, doing good, being good. Let's just take Jimmy Savile as an example. He did all of the things that he did, but everybody handed him the keys. I think they're the ones that are evil because he was just twisted and, and a black hole. It's the same with the government. I think we have to stop talking about good people and bad people. Or, for example, the Gardaí. If you have a unit of 12 people on a guard and two are massively corrupt, the other 10 should be punished for not reporting them. That's the same with politicians. Just because they're jovial, nice, and do the best that they can, if they are aware of an agenda, which they are, very aware of it, but it means that it would affect their pension or their family's pension. They're not good anymore. Just by not doing bad doesn't make you good. Okay, well, hang on a second. Let me go to Tony as well. Tony, hi. How are you doing? You're on the Nile podcast. Hello, no. Good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm very intrigued listening to Lisa. I mean, a, lot, a lot of what I, I, I agree with, disagree with some of it, but, but a lot, I agree with a lot of what but she says. Like You've some great speakers on today. I'm even finding myself agreeing with Steve for a change. Oh, God. That's a real narrative. That's a real change for me. Mind you, some, sorry, somebody did text in. Sorry, just before you get on. Somebody, somebody did text in, I think, agreeing with Steve. Over the last 20 years or more, more and more women are entering the workforce. And if you look closely at the stats, the more women that enter the workplace, the more female suicide rates increase. Women need to stop trying to be men. It's killing them. Well, I, I, no, I do. I, I can't agree the stats have changed. Yeah, but they can't be men the same as the, yeah. it's just the same as purely the opposite way around. And the thing I agreed with Steve, well, first and foremost, I want to say, I was just like any, I was just like all the statements that come out with the government, if you hear the lion, it's for the great Good. No, it's not for the correct. Yeah, it usually good. isn't, yeah, I know. No, it's definitely not for the good. Even for hate speech about going into people's homes and taking the devices, like we had a politician lady just there a few weeks ago, mm -hmm. and she says, for the great or good. No, it's not. 
And the family is the way it is, Niall. And it's always been like that. I, I do believe, by the way, that over the last 10 or 15 years in particular, we're terrorising the family unit. I, they <laughs> I are, Niall, because they want the family unit gone. Surely because they but want why, the why, unit. But why would you want the, what they call the nuclear family? Why would you come on? But why would you want it gone? It's because the family unit is such great protection for children. So why would you want it gone? Uh, because the government wants it gone. It's because they want this big... Yeah, but just like this big village in the world, like this global village in the world where men are women, women are men. No, they're not, no. No, no, I don't agree that they are. But, but no, that's... Not. Like, I have grandchildren, and every week or so they come down to their nana's house. Now, I'm as good to them as gold. I'll play with them, I'll give them, I'll give them their own way all the time. They love them, but they love their nana. I mean, look, what was it Ricky Gervais said recently? You have the right to be whatever you want to be, and you have the right to choose to be whatever you want to be, but I also have the right not to agree with you. Um, and I have also the right not to recognise that too. So I think that's important, isn't it? Uh, yeah, of course, like, if Steve brought up, if you want a fireman or a firewoman, like, if you have a 50 kilo woman, and there's a fire in the building, no, like, who do you want outside with the sledgehammer that's kicking down the door? Uh, just like a 50 kilo woman or a 90 kilo man. When you, out of the two options you're giving me, of course I want the 90 kilo man. Yeah, well, then it's not the same, Noel, it's not the same. But, but there are women out there who will argue they do equally as well a job working in the fire department. No, or not gonna do it. No, they're not going to do it. Like, there's not one female uh, ever. Just like, there's not one female who's passed the Rangers for the. Uh, I, don't, don't, I, I can't verify or SAS. deny that because I don't know. Oh, no, I've watched things about it on TV and they don't, and they're talking about, oh, we'll be giving them an easier test. Well, then they're not capable of doing the job. Are we, sorry, Lisa, just finally, because I have to wrap it up in a second, but are we denying the existence of women and the existence of men? Yeah. Have we got to a point where we're starting yeah, to deny yeah. the biology of men and women? Yeah, I think yes, that they absolutely are. are terrified of women and they are terrified of what a woman represents. And on a very fundamental basis, they're trying to wipe out women. And I think they've all got mammy issues, to be honest. And, you know, mothers are very, very important. And well, so I, well I think it's bizarre. Out. We listened to Catherine Murphy during the week from the Green Party struggle to answer the word, you know, what the question, what is a woman? No, no, and and I think it's also bizarre when Owen O'Brien struggled to answer the same question. Sorry, Tony? That's crazy. Like, is that what we want their men to be like them and Ryan? And he's prancing <laughs> down that street. No, I, no, I've, seen, the I've seen the video, yes. I don't want... just like, ask any of the ladies on the thing, if they were in distress of being attacked by a man like, would they want Damon Ryan? Well, I don't no. think Eamon Ryan normally prances around streets in his bare feet. I think he was just doing it on that particular day. But anyway, sorry, Lisa. I, I, I yes. do agree that, you know, the whole idea of masculinity and femininity has been eroded. I believe that, you know, anybody who even suggests they're masculine yeah. is considered to well, be toxic in some way. There's nothing as dangerous in this universe as a weak man mm. or weak men who have control of the finance system, the communications, the government, the armies and everything else. And that's what we're dealing with. And they fundamentally are terrified of strong men and they're terrified of strong women because what strong men and women will do is protect their children. And children are really at danger at the moment. On that note, listen, thank you very much indeed. Lisa, I appreciate you coming on the air and talking to us today. Tony, thank you very much indeed um, uh, for coming on the air and talking to us. Uh, lots of people, by the way, texting in. Some people uh, completely agreeing with Steve, which is quite bizarre. Um, look, I do believe that the Constitution give, should give protection to everybody and it, sh it should be there to protect everybody. I do believe that people over-exaggerate um, the sexistness 
if that's a word, of uh, the Constitution when it talks about Article 41.2. And again, I'll read it. It says, by recognition, uh, by her life within the home, the woman gives the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. I think that's a nod to women. You know, and I think that's saying, well done, women. What you do is so important in the state because by the very nature of the fact that you're women, um, you are better at raising children. I'm not going to disagree with that because primarily women are better at raising children. Women, when it is, when one parent stays at home still to this day, I think something like 93% are women that stay at home, that choose to stay at home. In most cases, they choose to stay at home. Um, also, it also says that the state shall therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. That's not, by the way, if you read, people are basically saying, that's saying that a woman's duty is in the home. That's not what it's saying. That's not what the Constitution says at all. Listen to what it says. Shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. Now, they could say the same about a man, but they're not. They're just saying it about a woman because they're valuing a woman in the Constitution and her place in society. And I don't believe that's such a bad thing. Personally speaking, if it was me, I'd leave it the way it is. I'd just leave it there. If you really want to change it, I completely agree with Senator Mullen, who was on earlier on, who suggested that we should change it, if you want to change it, to mothers and fathers or parents, mothers and fathers, men and women. But to change it to the word person, I agree with Lisa. And I agree with many of the callers today. It's playing into an agenda, this kind of neutral agenda that we're all this kind of neutral people running around, that we don't have penises and vaginas anymore, that we're not biologically men and women anymore. We're just people. And that's wrong. That's not what we should be doing because that's playing into an agenda. I completely agree with everybody. And I agree with Senator Mullen when he says, if you do really need to change this and you feel it's necessary to change it, I don't believe it is necessary, to be honest with you, well, then change it to mothers and fathers or men and women, but not to the word person or people. Because what that does is it dilutes the Constitution. It dilutes our importance in society as men and women. I agree with many callers today who said we're trying to eradicate the word woman. We're also trying to eradicate the word masculine as well. There's nothing wrong with being masculine. There's nothing wrong with, say, for example, in a relationship, two people have different roles. They often talk about women wearing the pants, don't they? And in some relationships, women do wear the pants. They make financial decisions because they're good at it. There's nothing wrong with that either if it works for you. There's nothing wrong with a man going out the back garden with the shirt off and chopping the wood, cutting the hedges or whatever it happens to be. There's nothing wrong with men doing those things because generally speaking, Men are stronger, generally speaking. They're not always stronger. Men cut the grass, don't they? Isn't that what they do? They chop the wood. They build the walls. Why is it that the majority of people in construction are men? I don't see a glut of women wanting to go into construction. You see some. And fair play to them, and I hope they're successful at it. Where are all the women down the sewers cleaning them out? They're not there. Where are all the bin women? There isn't any bin women, I don't think, as far as I know. They're all men. Where are the feminists demanding that we give women jobs working in the bins, collecting bins? No, because they only demand we give women's jobs in the nice jobs. You know, the kind of nice ones. <laughs> Look, if women want to work in any role, they should absolutely be accepted in every single role. And I'm pretty sure they will do a damn good, fine job at it. 
But this idea that we're kind of forcing men and women into the same roles, it doesn't work. Because men and women gravitate towards different roles in life. This idea that there's some kind of neutrality when it comes to genders is absolute and utter nonsense. We're either men or we're women. And we're good at being both, by the way, can I just point out. Men are good at what they do. Women are good at what they do as well. And we both have value in society. But let's establish that. Let's acknowledge that. And let's not pander around it and pussyfoot around it. And let's not be politicians who turn around and say, I can't define what a woman is or change the question when they're asked. As I said earlier on today on Twitter, I did ask Leo Varadkar and Michal Martin and Mary Lou and Eamon Ryan to answer a simple question. What is a woman? Go onto my Twitter account and retweet it. And let's see the answer publicly. And I asked them to answer it publicly. What is a woman? Because there is no way we can discuss this constitution or even consider rewording this constitution with politicians who can't answer a simple question. We may as well just tear it up. If they can't answer a question, what is a woman? Well, then they have no right to change the constitution and talk about women or men for that matter. Don't forget, by the way, you can watch this podcast in about an hour or so. It'll be up on our website. You can check it out there. You can listen to it. You can watch it. NileBoylan.com. Don't forget, by the way, please register on the website if you can. If you want to watch all of the previous ones, you can, but okay, you can watch and listen for free as it, it's on live every single day. We will never charge you for that. If you want to listen to it afterwards, you can on all the usual platforms, Spotify, everything else. But if you want to watch it afterwards, you must go to our website, NileBoylan.com. I would ask you to support us, by the way. If you can, it's a fiver a month. If you can support us, I'd love you to do that. It's the price of a drink. You can either subscribe here on Twitter, just up above, and we will, for subscribers on Twitter, we will always post the video of every day's show uh, just for subscribers. Or also, by the way, you can go to our website and watch it, and you can subscribe there. Please register on the website, and we will send you a newsletter as well every month. All you got to do is subscribe for a fiver a month. It's the price of a drink, price, price of a pint, or a cup of coffee. It helps us to continue doing this every single day. And um, we would love you to support us. And thank you very much indeed if you have already. Don't forget, it will be available in about an hour or so. Don't forget, share it with your friends. Tell your friends all about the Nile Boylan Show and podcast every single day between Monday to Thursday, 12 to 1 o'clock every single day. So please, please do share it with your friends. Share the news with your friends and let them join in. And if you are texting or WhatsApping on a regular basis into the show, please do come on the air. We love, we've had about five or six new voices today. We love new voices on the air. So to those people who complain, ah, oh, listen, it's the same people all the time. It's not actually, that's just kind of thing because you remember people. It's not the same people all the time. There are different people on every single day. But if you are one of those people complaining, you come on the air. You're welcome to. All you got to do is WhatsApp at 085-122-55. That's 085-122-55. There's the number on the screen. All you got to do is WhatsApp in, let me on, and we will let you on. Elaine will give you a ring. Producer Pete will give you a ring, and they will let you on whenever you want. Anyway, thank you very much. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Nile Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 